0: Hello family of grace, welcome to another episode of Daily Grace with Alan Wonder Chapter Edition and today's Wonder Chapter is 1 Kings Chapter 19. Let's start off with a word of prayer. Almighty, loving God, I want to thank you for this wonderful day. I want to thank you for protecting us. I want to thank you for guiding us. I want to thank you for always being there for us, Father, where we have gone wrong in our thoughts, in our words, in our actions in what you have done and what you have failed to do father may fail us with your mercy send in your holy spirit to always come and be with us to guide us and protect us in everything that we do father for the glorification of your name we pray all this believing and trusting in your mighty name and that of your son jesus christ who strengthens us amen elijah flees to horeb now i have told jezebel Everything Elijah had done and how he had killed all the prophets with the sword. So Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah to say, May the gods deal with me. Be so severely, if by this time tomorrow I do not make your life like that of them. Elijah was afraid and ran for his life. When he came to Beersheba and Judah, he left his servant there. While he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness, He came to a broom bush, sat down under it, and prayed that he might die. I have had enough, Lord, he said, take my life. I am not better than my ancestors. Then he laid down the bush and fell asleep. All at once, the angel of the Lord touched him and said, get up and eat. He looked around. And thereby his head was some bread baked over hot coals and a jar of water. He ate and drank and laid down again. The angel of the Lord came back a second time and touched him and said, Get up and eat, for the journey is too much for you. So he got up and ate and drank, strengthened by the food, by that food. He traveled forty days and forty nights until he reached Horeb, the mountain of the Lord. There he went into a cave and spent the night. As the word of the Lord came to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? He replied, I have been very zealous for the Lord God Almighty. The Israelites have rejected your covenant, torn down your altars, and put your, and put your prophets to, deal to death with the sword. I am the only one left, and now they are going to kill me too. The Lord said, Go out and stand to the mountain in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by then a great and powerful wind tore the mountains apart and shattered the rocks before the lord but the lord was not in the wind after the wind there was an earthquake but the lord was not in the earthquake but after the earthquake came a fire but the lord was not in the fire and after the fire came a gentle whisper when elijah pulled it he pulled his he pulled his cloak over his face and went out and stood at the mountain of the cave then a voice said to him, Elijah, what are you doing here? He replied, I have been very zealous for the Lord. The Israels have rejected your covenant, turned down your altars, and put your prophets to death with the sword. I am the only one left, and now they are trying to kill me too. The Lord said to him, go back the way you came, and to the desert of Damascus, which when you get there, anoint Hazael king of Haram, also anoint Jehu, son of Name shaking over Israel, and anoint Elisha son of Shaphat from Abel Meholah to succeed you as a prophet. Jehu will put to death anyone who escapes the sword of Hazael, and, Eli- and Elisha will put to death anyone who escapes the sword of Jehu. Yet I reserve seven thousand in Israel, all whose knees have not bowed down to Baal and whose lips have not kissed him. So Elijah went from there and found Elisha, son of Shaphat. He was plowing with twelve yoke of oxen, and he himself was driving the twelfth pair. Elisha went up to him and threw his cloak around him. Elisha then left his oxen and ran after Elijah. Let me kiss my father and mother goodbye, he said, and then I will come with you. Go back, Elijah replied. What have I done to you? So Elisha left him and went back. He took his yoke of oxen and slaughtered them. He burnt the plowing equipment to cook the meat and gave it to his people and they ate. Then he set out to follow Elijah and become his servant. Today's wonder chapter is a relatively short wonder chapter, but I have two or three messages that I really want us to share from today's wonder chapter. And the first one comes somewhat. The first one comes from verse 4. What does verse 4 say? Verse 4 says, actually, it's not from verse 4. The first one comes from verse 4. While he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness, he he came to a broom bush, sat down under it, and prayed that he might die. I have had enough, Lord, he said. Take my life. I am no longer better than my ancestors amen let me just highlight the key thing i want us to pick he came to a broom bush sat down under it and prayed that he might die i have had enough he said take my life i am not better than my ancestors this is elijah it's elijah speaking and from this verse we we see two things one elijah is tired amen whatever he is going through for the lord it's draining him it's overwhelming to a point that he asked god that you know what jesus just take my life just kill me already i'm tired that's what is happening but does the lord do that we see elijah is overwhelmed he is drained you can say in any way. He is overwhelmed, he is drained, he is going through a lot mentally and all. To an extent that he wishes death upon himself. That just shows us that crystal that this journey won't be an easy one. Amen? Yes, the Lord will get you to your destination, but the journey will not be an easy one. You can only imagine whatever Elijah is going through. And that just calls us as Christians that no matter what situation we are, no matter how much suffering we are going through right now, name it. It's only you who knows what you are going through. Be strong. Why? Because you are not the first to go through suffering and you surely sha not be the last. The Lord will see you through. Just be patient. I know sometimes the devil will try to confuse you and make you think like, oh my God, you are alone, A, B, C, D. But no, God got you. The Lord has you, amen? The Lord sees you day in, day out. He protects you. You're going to reach the destination. And yes, you may be going through a lot, but surely the Lord has said you are going to reach the destination, finished. And that's all that should matter to you as a Christian. And the second thing, let's listen to what Elijah says. Take my life. I am no better than my ancestors. Amen. I am no better than my ancestors. We see Elijah was comparing himself with his ancestors. He was comparing himself. He was looking at his ancestors' past and then trying to compare, you know? And that is something the Lord is telling us to avoid Christians. That's something the Lord tells us. You see, so many times we are looking at our fellow Christians' mirrors, like we are looking at what the Lord has done for them, and we'll be like, eh, But, Lord, we're looking at our uh, our fellow Christians' life and they'll be like, "Hey, I think I'm the only sin on earth. We can't stop comparing our lives with that of other Christians. Particularly the Lord is telling us, brothers and sisters, that we ought to focus on ourselves. We are all different. Amen? Stop comparing yourself with other people. You were created handmade by the potter himself differently. You are not the same with other people. And the funny thing is, most times we only see what people do outwardly. But you don't know what's in their heart. So the person you may be admiring could even be dead in heart. You may be even stronger in faith in heart than them. But because the devil wants to try to confuse you, it will make you like feel like, oh my God. I'm the only one whose prayers are not heard. My friends are driving G-wagons, Mercedes, name them. But the Lord is telling us to be patient and trust him because he has something planned for us. When you go to verse 7, verse 7 says, The angel of the Lord came back for a second time and touched him and said, Get up and eat, for the journey is too much for you. Amen. Get up and eat. Why? For the journey is too much for you. That just rang a bell in my head. The journey is too much for you. It made me ask, how am I as a Christian preparing for the journey ahead of me? Amen. How am I preparing for the journey ahead of me? That's the question. Because clearly the Bible says the journey is not easy. Let me, it's an exact quotation. What does the Bible say? The journey is too much for you. The journey is too much for you. Get up and eat. In the same vein, we as Christians have to get up and eat. We have to strengthen ourselves for the journey. And how are we going to do that? How are you going to do that? Amen? How? Get up and feed your spiritual life. Feed your spiritual life. How do you feed your spiritual life? By reading the Bible, by going to church, by following and doing what is in the Bible itself, by being um, helpful to others, by forgiving, by asking for forgiveness, by repenting. Those are the ways that we as Christians can feed ourselves can feed our spiritual self. Don't starve your spiritual self. Why? Because you will not have enough energy for the journey. The Bible tells us that the journey is too much. But do not forget, brothers and sisters, indeed we shall reach our destination. I want us to go through verses 11 and 12. 11 says, The Lord said, Go out and stand on the mountain, In the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass. Then a great and powerful wind tore the mountains apart and shattered the rocks before before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake came fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a gentle whisper. Amen. Now, I want you to see this. We see... We a great great wind coming and the Lord was not in the wind then we saw an earthquake and the Lord was not in an earthquake and then we saw fire but the Lord was not in fire where was the Lord? the Lord was in a gentle whisper amen and what do I want to say sometimes the Lord is in what we don't expect he's in you know the Lord is everywhere that's one thing the presence of the lord feels everywhere but sometimes the lord is in what we despise you can't imagine the lord was in a gentle whisper he was in a gentle whisper he left all those big things and came in a gentle whisper and that reflects us that we ought to try to be like god i'm not saying that means, okay, we have to borrow some characteristics from God. I think that's a better word. Be humble. The Lord could have chosen to come in any He could have chosen to come in chariots and what? But the Lord chose a gentle whisper for today. Amen? He chose a gentle whisper. We ought to be humble. We ought to lower ourselves before the Lord and he will elevate us. Lastly, If you read through verses 20 and 21, you will see Elijah asking Elisha to follow him. Amen? He's asking Elisha to be part of his team, to stop whatever he's doing and go and follow him. And we see Elisha followed Elijah. He said, okay, let me go and tell for goodbye. He left everything of value to him to follow Elijah. Imagine leaving your parents. Imagine leaving your, vo- uh, your voice for something you're not even sure of. And that is what we call believers in faith. That he had faith that wherever the Lord was taking him, surely it's better than where he is right now. And that is what I want us to be. I want you to listen to the voice of the Lord and trust that wherever He is taking you is better than where you are right now. Once you get some time, read 1 Kings chapter 19. What do you get? What do you understand? Feel free to write to us dailygracewithalan at yahoo.com or send us a direct message on Instagram or Twitter at dailychracewithalan. Remember, the Lord can use one word to send a thousand messages. Almighty, loving God, I want to thank you for this wonderful day. I want to thank you for protecting us. I want to thank you for guiding us. I want to thank you for this beautiful chapter, Father. Today we are seeing so many beautiful messages, Father. But the main thing we see, Father, so many times when you call us, Father, we are not willing to listen. Father, we are not willing to leave behind what we have. Father, may you always feel us with the Holy Spirit to always know that, Father, whatever you are calling for us, calling us for father has a better value has something better than where we are we all this believing and trusting in your mighty name and that of his son jesus christ who strengthens us amen, amen.